This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. It's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Vendee's joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Oliver, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Thursday, it is the Jason Walker Show, and yeah, we got some uh, some good stuff coming up today. Let's see here. When I switch in, I got to get that on the air. Boom, there we go. All right, big stuff. We got a big show. We're going to talk to the uh, Big Sky Region official, unofficial, all-around champion in college rodeo, Ryland Lufkin will join us. Belt girls coach Jeff Graham will join us today as well, and of, uh, of course, the MHSA um, talked about spring sports again today, so we'll uh, we'll bring that up. But uh, we're going to start right into our show today. That is because we have a very special guest. She is the Montana Coaches Association uh, AA Girls Coach of the Year for Basketball. Her name is Catherine Garson Forbin. She joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. Coach, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. So I think that what it came out like Tuesday or whatever. Congratulations on your award, by the way. But we all knew your your. We know you as Katie. Yes. Um. Yeah. They, I, like I said, you know, it it blew my cover completely. I, I'm assuming that people knew that Katie was probably short for something. Right. Um, right. But it made me it made me giggle because everything that MCA had sent to me, you know, letting me know. I even think on the ballot I was Katie. Carson Farba. So um, I was like, wow, people must think I'm pretty pompous, like with this huge name, Catherine Garson Farba. And wow, she, you know, but uh, yeah, now everybody knows Catherine is, is the real name. And I'm going to demand that be what I'm called at work from now on, I think. I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, is it so? Is it Catherine Marie? Is it Catherine Ann? What are we? Uh, <laughs> Am I close? Catherine Marie. Catherine Marie. First try. Yep. Really? I nailed it? Well, Katie, Katie Marie just flows, right? So, it does. It does. all right. I, I know way too many Katie and Catherine Marie, so I think that's kind of like the first guess for many people. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Katie Garson Forba joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Um, all right, so we've talked about your co-championship, and this uh, kind of blew up on the Twitter today, but uh, you're going to be, or your team is going to be on Scott Van Pelt Sports Center tonight on ESPN, a feature of the senior, something he's been doing since for about a month now since COVID-19 blew everything up. Yes. Um, a lot of credit goes out to um, Don Cresswell, who actually, and Jeremy Schnell. Um, yep. They both had reached out to me about um, Scott Van Pelt putting that uh, on his show. And so um, Don and I both submitted information and Jeremy submitted information to him a couple weeks ago and then hadn't really heard back or anything. And um, they both stayed very persistent of, you know, Hey, what about Helena capital girls? And, um, you know, submitted our story a couple times. And so uh, when I got tagged in the tweet today and he was like, well, give us more information. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is, <laughs> this is our opportunity to, to get the senior girls and the, the players, uh, you know, just a little bit more recognition. And, um, celebrate them a little bit more um, for for the fantastic season that they had, and our four seniors I, are were absolutely phenomenal throughout the season for us as leaders and just as teammates. So I think it's such a cool thing, and um, there's absolutely been nothing normal about um, this state championship and how it's played out. So I think that this is only fitting that the girls will get to be on ESPN now. <laughs> no, it's it's very cool. Um, I'm, I'm I, it's it's just a, a great deal for the four girls. Um, 
you know, because like you said, their senior year was a little different and it came to an end a little bit different. And uh, you're going to get recognized with the Hellgate boys, which I think is a really cool deal too. Yeah, I think so too. I think um, they're obviously in a very, very similar situation. They had a phenomenal season. They were undefeated. They, I mean, and they had just a very sad, weird ending to theirs as well. And I know they shared that disappointment of how it ended. Um, And I think, you know, I think that Jeff Hayes does a great job with their program. I think they do it the right way. And so for them to get that recognition, I think is just very, very cool. Um, To have two Montana teams get get highlighted on on the show will be neat to see. And um, I think I'm glad that they were able to get them on it as well. Yeah, Raleigh Worcester, Abe Johnson, Cam Lawrence, Wes Salone, and Cade McWilliams, Brandon Colladonato, and Aiden Gillum for Hellgate. And then your four girls, you know, McKinley Mahelish, Michelle O'Malley, Ariana Ridlin, and Sloan Chapman, you know, they're just great kids. And this is really cool that they're going to be on, you know, Scott Van Pelt's going to say their name. Right, right. And I'm not sure that, that they necessarily know how big of a deal that is yet. I think when they hear their name or they see it, it's going to set in a little bit. Um, but Again, they're just such a great group of seniors. They're all fantastic students. They were no drama. They were great teammates. I mean, they just, they're in it for the right reasons in sports. And, um, you know, I'll never forget the disappointment on their faces and the tears that, um, they shed when we found out that it was, that was, they just played their last basketball game. Um, and so for them to get to have that moment, um, it is something special that I think all four of them deserve. And, um, it'll just be a really cool thing to kind of cap off their senior year, especially our seniors are losing out on so many things this year with all the COVID-19 stuff, their graduation. Um, you know, even if they get to compete in some sort of spring sport at some point, the season is, you know, much, much shorter. And so just all those things they're, they're taken from them. So this is one positive light in all of this, this weirdness and darkness going on. Katie, uh, Katie Garson Forber, the Capital Girls coach, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. And uh, So does this kind of set a precedence, though, because the juniors on the team, the sophomores, the freshmen, the girls coming up are going to go, well, we got screwed. Our names aren't going to get mentioned on ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope that, you know, if we are in a situation to be competing for another state championship, um, you know, that we'll, we'll be satisfied in playing the game out and not necessarily – hoping another pandemic strike. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's definitely going to make, it's going to continue to make for a very unique story for these girls, um, which is what sports is about. I mean, what a, what a powerful thing that, again, he's using his platform to be able to highlight these seniors. Um, it's just a very cool thing. And it, it's to see people blowing it up on Twitter and sharing it. And, you know, we have uh, different media outlets that are sharing, you know, retweeting it, tune in. And, you know, I mean, it's like, how cool is that to kind of bring community uh, in our sports world when we're all very much separated during all of this? This is the one time I'll let you brag about other sports media on the Jason Walker show, by the way. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) um, I got to ask you a couple of off-the-wall questions real quick while I got you. So I'm looking for some photos to put up of you. There's none that don't have you or your husband in them together, which you got to have a, you know, I just need a one headshot of you. But I go back to your playing days. I didn't realize you were a gooey duck. Yes, I was. I was a good I was a Red Devil for two years uh, at Lower Columbia College, and then I transferred to Evergreen, and I was a, a mighty, mighty gooey duck. Are those edible? They are. Are Actually, they good? Most of the clam, most of the clam chowder that you eat in the Pacific Northwest is probably from gooey duck. Really? Yeah, it's a lot easier to harvest, and you can they can do farms, and there's more meat. They're meatier. I saw the dirty jobs one time with Mike Rowe when he was harvesting them they're disgusting they are they're um (laughs) incredibly um i'm gonna tread lightly here because i'm on the radio but um yeah they're they're um a fascinating uh creature and when i was looking at transferring (laughs) schools i was like i have no idea what this is i thought it was pronounced geoduck um but i i there there's a huge market for them and yeah no they're very they taste very much just like a, a clam, and so their um, uh, specialty over in uh, Japan and, and some of the countries over there. So, yeah, no, it's a fascinating 
Scooby Ducks are a fascinating topic. <laughs> well, we'll have to have a conversation on that one day. Uh, the final question for you today, but I was looking again at, at the pitchers. There's a lot of pictures of like you coaching or other coaches, and then it's always that that bench shot of you know the team during a timeout. You ever notice that half the team's never paying attention? They're all looking around I somewhere. I did notice that in all of the pictures, and I'm like, you know, and it's funny because we track what gets said in timeouts, and that way when I go back and I watch film, I can see, okay, did we actually execute out of the timeout, or did we, like, and we actually have a really high percentage to be able to execute out of timeouts or, like, dead ball situations, but I did notice that, and we've got one girl on our team, she kills me, Rachel Stacy. Um, she's always dancing in our timeouts, like, <laughs> See, if you watch her at all, she'll be like back there just kind of grooving to her own beat. And um, But I turn around and I ask her, I'm like, did you, did you hear any of that? And, oh, yeah, she can regurgitate it. So, no, my team, it's a fascinating. If you would have come to any of our practices, you would have died at half of them. Like, you would have no idea that that team was as good and competitive as they are just based on some of our practices and what would happen. Well, knowing how you are, I'm surprised that you're a, a, co- a state champion as well. I mean, you're, you're kind of goofy too. So, <laughs> Hey, appreciate you joining us. Uh, congratulations again on the Coach of the Year nod and also uh, for being on the Sports Center tonight. Catherine Garson-Forba, we'll call her Katie from now on, but uh, have a good day and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hello? Did we lose her? I think we lost her. Um, all right, so there we go. We lost Coach. We'll to, yep, we lost her. <laughs> That's official. Uh, so Katie Garson Forba joining us, uh, and you can watch uh, Scott Van Pelt Sports Center on ESPN tonight at uh, 9 p.m. Mountain Time. They'll replay it uh, after 10 o'clock. So uh, congratulations to both the Hellgate boys and the Capitol girls uh, getting on getting on the air. So. Appreciate it, and uh, Coach Garson Forba joining us. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and uh, give you my thoughts on the MHSA's uh, new suspension today. We'll chat about that and uh, also talk to belt coach Jeff Graham when we return next here on the Jason Walker Show. I'm done with this. Thinking about trying something new? The Montana Air National Guard has so many exciting career fields to choose from, many that can open up opportunities in your civilian life. The best part? You'll be getting paid to learn a new trade skill right here at home. What are you waiting for? Let's get you in school and get you paid. Contact Luke Fecto at 406-788-8962. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner, so now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. During this time of uncertainty and stay-at-home orders, Dinners Done Right wants to remind you that they're still open. Just go to dinnersdoneright.com, place your order, and then pick it up for dinner that night. Or plan ahead and order for the weekend. It's easy. Visit dinnersdoneright.com, register, pick your meals, then pick them up. Or stop in and grab meals out of the front freezer. Dinners Done Right's taking extra precautions with extra cleanings going on with every piece of equipment and personnel. Dinners Done Right thanks you for your continued support, and may we all stay safe and healthy during this time. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major mortgage is a division of AMCAP mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings... Or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one? It feels good, right? 
kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings is what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Oh, happy Thursday, the Jason Walker Show. Major Mortgage Man Cave. Thanks to Katie Garson Forba for joining us. Ryland Lufkin, for UM Western freshman rodeo star, will join us uh, coming up in about 20 minutes or so. Also, my thoughts on MHSA's newest deal today where they're extending the suspension of spring sports. I don't want to hop right into it and get to our next guest. The segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn and Helena. We bring in belt girls coach Jeff Graham. Coach, how are you? Hey, good. How are you, Jason? I am great. You're social distancing with the kids, uh, playing at the park and chasing kids all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Got the girls out here shooting hoops and the boys hitting some baseball. So we're just trying to get out of the house for a few minutes before we go crazy. It's uh, it is. I I don't even know know the words anymore to, to keep saying because we just keep, you know, where where are we going to be in in two months? You know, that's the big question, or a month from now. Exactly, you know, that's the big question. You know, we're working on trying to get camps together, summer balls, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, even you know the scheduling for volleyball and football. We've been having AD conference meetings and stuff like that. So. We'll see my football boys are getting anxious to figure out what they're going to do this summer. So yeah. we're just kind of sitting, waiting, and seeing. So how are you? Better. How are you adjusting with workouts and and you know the kids? There was a great article yesterday at 406mtsports.com from Jordan Hansen, who said, you know what? It's okay for kids to play video games right now. They don't have to go gangbusters in training because we don't know if there's even going to be anything this summer. We're pretty lucky. We have very, very intrinsically driven kids here. Um, you know, we have kids begging for stuff. And that's kind of what we told them. We said, take the first few weeks off. You guys had a long football year. Volleyball team was at state. You know, both teams made state basketball. And we said, you deserve two weeks off. And we normally do that anyway. Most of our kids are three sports. Some are four sport with cross country. Sure. So, you know, we normally give them that two-week break, regardless after state basketball. You know, they come to track practice, stretch a little bit, you know, maybe throw, but you know, it's kind of our downtime anyway. And then, you know, the kids kind of got bored and um, they've been out working out, you know, and getting to the parks and stuff and throwing the football. I know our ranchers are happy. Most of our guys are out cabin, so <laughs> they're pretty happy to have some free labor. That's been, you know, my assistant coaches really love that aspect of it. So, um, but yeah, we're just kind of, the kids are getting anxious now. All the kids are going stir crazy and the parents are just, you know, we had a senior graduation meeting yesterday, what we're going to do, you know, Maybe uh, something out in the football field, a spread out graduation, you know, something for, you know, we don't have to deal with that many kids. You know, we're graduating 22 kids, so mm-hmm. it's a little easier for us to do that than most. But I don't know. We're all kind of just, yeah, you know, they're playing a little Madden, learning some football stuff and hanging out. And, you know, we're doing some online meets with our classes. We probably meet, the kids probably have four, you know, four online meetings a day with our, with our teachers. And so it's kind of fun to see them that way. At least we get to connect with our kids there so but hopefully we'll get to see them soon how has the online schooling gone up there we're very fortunate you know being a small school we were able to provide chromebooks for everybody 
we only had about a handful of people without internet access. Our internet company came out, hooked everybody up. Um, all of our kids are online, you know, um, had my history classes today and PEs and yesterday. And so it's, it's great. Like our teachers share and, um, we're very fortunate. We can hold our kids to, you know, a higher standard than a lot of them can just because we have access to that. Our kids have been great. You know, we, the parents are phenomenal with it. You know, we're, I think we're kind of learning to work out the kinks and from elementary on up. Our staff is phenomenal. So, you know, we're trying to, push through it we don't want to have our kids step back next year if there's you know if we don't return this year we want to keep pushing them like we would have in a regular school year and you know we gotta we gotta make the best out of what we got here so that's kind of been our motto belt uh, everything uh, man jeff graham joining us here on the jason walker show final question about the school stuff before we talk about the uh, the upcoming book but um do you think that there'll be school back in buildings this this spring no clue. You know, yeah. <laughs> I wish, I know, I wish I had a nickel for everybody to have. I know the teachers are really rich, or the parents are really rich, and they're, I think they're kind of appreciating the teachers a little bit more. But, you know, if, if it stems it, if not, if, uh, if they feel the best decision to stem it and, you know, hopefully get these kids a regular summer, then be so. If, you know, if they decide to do it gradually, where they come back for a little bit and keep the distance, I don't know. It's, we have a really good administration, school board, and, you know, right now I'm just kind of working out the AD stuff for next year and I'm just kind of working with them. But, yeah, we have no clue. You know, we'd love to, you know, being with these kids. This was my first kindergarten class. So, you know, not being able to see these seniors graduate. I had eight playing basketball, you know, six on the football squad. And, you know, we're really close with a lot of these kids. So that's been the toughest thing for me is I really miss my, really miss my seniors. And I hope I get to spend some more time with them, you know. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, try to get him on Scott Van Pelt. I know the Capitol and uh, Hellgate uh, boys and girls are going to be on uh, on Scott Van Pelt tonight. So, um, that's, oh, sweet. Yeah, that's uh, he's doing that senior deal, and that's pretty sweet. But uh, oh, uh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. Uh, seven Hellgate boys, I think, and the and the four Capitol girls. So it's it's pretty sweet uh, deal. Um, Jeff Graham oh, joining yeah, us yeah, here. That's been a cool feature. Oh yeah, it has been, and, and for him to do that is just. You know, it says a lot about him as a person, both high school and college I kids. Agree. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And that's, you know, like I said, especially, you know, the Catholic world has a great year. And, you know, and, you know, when we can coach Petey, he's one of the one of the best players in the business. And, you know, that's going to be tough not seeing him because the hell in the girls always come up to my tournament. We play mm-hmm. quite a bit of my father-in-law's tournament. And, but, yeah, and Jeff Hayes has done a great job there. So that's really cool that those guys are getting honored. Speaking of really cool, as uh, Jeff Graham joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, you're writing a book, and, and it's not like you're busy enough with you know your own kids and then the Belt kids and your your everything that you do at Belt, but you have found some time to write a book on the history of Class C. Yeah, it was kind of weird. We were out. My daughter was at the Elk National Free Throw Contest last uh, spring in Chicago, and ran into an old guy from actually Chester and Belt, just like me, and so. We were kind of cruising around. He's a brilliant businessman, and his brother wrote for the Seattle PI. And we just started telling stories and old history and things like that. And something that you know I've grown up, you know, always loving and wanting to do. And he kind of put the idea in my ear. And so last summer, I started meeting with some teams. I found a couple guys alive from the 1950 state tournament. I'm going to focus on Class C. That was our first state tournament. A couple guys from Nashua and Valier and a few others around, and then. Uh, yeah, we're, we kind of moved on to a 57 Outlook team, uh, 1960 Guilford team on the state tournament without a gym. Their gym burned down the year before. They had to practice in him and Kremlin. Chester, uh, you know, my alma mater was actually at that state tournament, so there was a lot of info there. And then we started like, oh, let's expand this. We went to Joplin 57, um, Kremlin 62, and Redwood had some great teams in him with a runner-up back-to-back second, you know, and I'm, I'm spitting out towns that no one's ever heard of because oh, yeah, no, they're all consolidated right <laughs> Right now. They're called North Star. So yeah. you know, back in the 70s and 80s, you know, we were six towns between Chester and Haver. Right now all we have is, you know, Chester, Joplin, and Minas is one, and then we have North Star at the other four. So mm-hmm. we really like to get this history down before it goes away. There's a couple good books. Um, Frank Sprague wrote one on the Bozeman Rosary and Guilford, you know, the Pucket Boys wrote one on Peerless. And so... What I did the last two weeks is I've been doing the Westby 1972-75 state title teams. Um, Dick Norton, you know, who's a longtime Boulder guy, was the coach of them. Um, and then we, we jumped onto the Antelope team. 
how many people have ever heard of animals that's up there Freud Med Lake. Yep. Their school burned down in 77. So we actually, uh, they were second state in 75. Best player moved to Plentywood, won them a state championship. Uh, Mike McLean was up there at Peerless, who was a big influence on me. He was, you know, the CMR coach. And right. My dad was his assistant for 13 years in Chester. So Coach McLean's helping with Steve Keller, obviously, with his old playing connections with those guys. It's just been growing. Um, it's it's amazing. I'll get calls from people all over, you know, guys from California, Arizona, helping. And, um, you know, they've kind of been taking road trips and talking to people and just getting side stories. My wife, you know, she's not a huge because I don't want to listen to stats and things like this. So we're kind of finding, like, cool little interesting stories, tidbits about these teams. We're kind of hoping to make it interesting, but we're just kind of hoping to preserve the history of these guys. It's something. I mean, I've been programs from the 1950 state tournament from people helping out. So it's been really cool. It's been awesome. That is fantastic. It's kind of a good side project. I can't wait to read yeah, it. we had to cut it off. We had to cut it off. At, um, we're going to cut it off at 80. So we're, we're going to work on Foxville and uh, Outlook this week, two schools that don't even exist, mm-hmm. that won four state titles from 76 to 80. So we're hoping you know, it just kind of brings, you know, people are like, oh, you're Class C, you're Class C, but we always talk about that Class C brotherhood, you know, where we came from and all these small towns. And it's just, you see the same names. And for us, you know, our schools are dying or consolidating. I mean, you know, when I joined the Northern Sea, you know, again, the Stanford guys were separate. Now yeah. they're together. You know, I mean, we're just Iowa Geraldine together. It's really sad. So we're trying to preserve this history. I got a lot of good coaches like Rod Tweet, Steve Keller, uh, Jeff Keller, Steve's brother, and Custer. Um, I mean, countless guys have been hearing about this and doing half the work. I just get to listen to stories. And my job is just kind of rough draft stuff. And I'm going to count on uh, Scott Anderson. He's our writer for the PI, and he's going to go through there and make it sound smart. So, not some dumb dumb kid like me writing the book, so it should be should be good reading. I can't wait to, till it's out. Uh, Belt uh, uh, coach Jeff Graham joining us here, Jason Walker show. You know, you talk about schools that burned down, and I know you're stopping at eighty, but I was just thinking today of Gardner and the Hereford brothers, Pat and Chris. Oh, Man, how good, good were they? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that was our goal, and then you know, you start looking in the eighties. You got Dry Coast against England, eighty six, and you know, the brother was eighty eight chipper, and then the Walker boys, and so yeah. we got to going on this outline, and we had to quit. Yeah, because then you'll get into the belt, Chester, Highwood rivalry. There was a great book written by Egan, Eric Egan on the Highwood belt rivalry in 93, 92, when we won it, and then, uh, I shouldn't say we, I was a 10-year-old manager, but, you know, there's there's all these things in pure, you know, Joe Puckett from Peerless is writing the book there, and, you know, half these people are like, what are these towns? But, you know, that's one of my favorite things is the drive. Like, I, I want to do some on Edgar, 1960. You know, turned into plenty because they won skate. If you go to the bar down there, the banner's still in the gym. You know, mm-hmm. the Bear Creek bar right out of uh, right out of Red Lodge. Bear Creek won the 32 state championship. Wow. You know, they were class B, but, you know, finding this hidden treasures in history is just phenomenal. It's amazing. Then you'll find out the connections, Jason, of who knows who and who puts you on the who. And I've just been able to meet so many awesome people. It's just, it's been a blessing. So I've kind of used this downtime as get my butt back in shape so I jump on the treadmill and put my phone on speaker and do interviews and um, it's it's been awesome that is so cool I remember in 82 and 83 my dad was a teacher at Box Elder and so you know I, I spent second and third grade in, in Box Elder oh, nice. but you know that was back still at Joplin Inverness and Kremlin Guilford <laughs> and you know those schools that I remember very well up there yeah I mean they were taught you know people forget the KG Cougars Won back-to-back titles, 98-99, beat us. Um, you know, and then, yeah, Blue Sky was a powerhouse. Blue Sky, J-I-I that's and, the other one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, J.I., Blue Sky, and KG we used to have, and now it's North Star and CJI. And, right. You know, and it's just awesome. A lot of the grandkids are playing now, a lot of the names, but you get some cool stories like, um, you know, this is kind of a sadder one, but my, I mean, Mr. Van Dessel was a 57 Joplin graduate, and they made state in Joplin, the only time ever. Um, he graduates, moves back to Chester, and he goes with me to meet the 60 Guilford boys. So we go down there and we're sitting in the basement with Don Miller. And they're telling stories. Mr. Van Dessel kind of tears up. I've known Mr. Van, you know, since we moved to Chester when I was two years old. You know, he's just a legend. And we were talking about the 57 team. I said, well, why, why are you crying, Mr. Van? He goes, um, I was supposed to graduate in 56. I went to the Sweetgrass Hills, Jeff, and uh, we got in a car wreck. And my best friend and another gal passed away. And I missed a whole year for an um, injury. Wow. And, you know, like stories like that, are you sure, you know, Mr. Van, is this, you know, that's the stuff that my editors want, you know, like things like this, like stories and 
you know, longtime legends that were there, and, you know, you learn some things like that. I mean, I know Mr. Dan my whole life and didn't hear that for 36 years. So mm. we're kind of finding some stuff like that. You know, the school's antelope. I mean, the, the town burns down. The kids were finished the year in Plentywood, and then they were absorbed by Westby, Plentywood, or Med Lake. And it's just really fun to bring back the history. You know, you go to these classy towns. We take a lot of pride. You know, most of the towns you drive into has that state championship year. You know, you're driving through Hinsdale, or the 88, you know, Dry Cozen and Wayne Simon team, you know, and, you know, Dustin White and guys like that. And that, you know, we have that unique history and class C and mm-hmm. I'm just hoping to preserve it. So I'm lucky there's a lot of people. So we figured we got to get our butts going and, you know, working like the 57 Outlook team, for instance. These guys were considered one of the best teams there was. They went and played the North Dakota State Champions and beat them like 63 to 16. Jeez. And then went and played Dickinson State's JV, you know. Things like that we're, we're looking for, you know, kind of cool stories. And then you're hearing the stories about the Scooby Baseball League up there with some of the guys in the Black Sox got mm-hmm. kicked off and we're up playing with plenty with Scooby. So we're getting a really, really good bunch of side stories on this stuff. And then, the, you know, we'll have the, we'll, we'll have the Raleigh Sullivan um, aspect, the Selvigs, you know, the Kellers. You look at the people that played in the 70s, they're some of the best coaches in the state. Rod Tweet, mm-hmm. Udo Holders and Forens out of Winifred and, um, their kids are coaching now, or their kids are you know, one state title. So we're kind of looking for the family connections as well, and just trying to get as much down as we can. And hopefully, it's interesting for people to read besides classy history nerds like us. So. Well, you know, my dad played at Clyde Park, which is now Shields Valley, but he also was to school at Wilsall and uh, played against you know uh, Bozeman Rosary with Tom Wasine, who was a stud. Oh. And Colder was yeah. one of the best there probably ever was out of yeah, Scott Colder out of Rosary. Yep. Yeah, and you get into St. Leo's, um, you know, George Yellow Eyes out of the Mile Dust not, not, not many people even know the Mile City Industrial School used to, you know, is now Pine Hills. Mm. George Yellow um Yellow or excuse me, Yellow Eyes was one of the best players there was in the late fifties. I mean his state tournament he scored like hundred and twenty six points in three games at the state tournament fifty nine. So wow. you're pulling out these, you know, St. Leo team. Yeah, you talk to people, and they're like, Yellow Eyes, he was the man. He's one of the best Indian players that nobody knows about. And so we're digging up things like this, and it's just been awesome. And their families are, you know, really happy to talk about it and, you know, bring it back. And, I mean, I talked to a guy that was on the National 1950 team that has never left the farm up there, Dodson um, area, and that guy could recite to me. The, I put my phone in and talked for 45 minutes and just recited everything about that. Year in tournament is just phenomenal. I'm so jealous. I'm meeting him this summer. I'm oh, jealous. Yeah. Listen to these it's stories. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's just and you get going. We had a conference call with the Chester boys with Coach McLean and them last night, kind of you know rehashing the goat story and arguing about people there. And you know, twelve of us there just sat together on the Zoom meeting and talked for two and a half hours. You know, and it's just. I mean, I just grew up worshiping classy hoops. You know, and mm-hmm. um, you know guys like Richie Powell. You know, you know you guys had him down there. Yep. Before it turned into Clyde Park, and he was in Iowa in the state tournament against us in '81, or excuse me, '91, and you know, then you get to his stories, and he puts you on to some leads. So it's it's been fun. Well, there's two Dwayne Walker. Well, actually, there's three, but there's two Dwayne Walkers, and my dad was not the Plentywood coach, or right? so. <laughs> <laughs> and so they were in Fort Benton when I was growing up, right? Playing yeah. little league against them. <laughs> I have I have no relation to them. I don't believe, but. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, you just the, the to me, Class C basketball is always the best. I love the Double A. I love you know A and B, but there's something special about Class C basketball, and it always has been. And it just you know literally towns will shut down at tournament time. Yeah. You know, there, you could rob you you know you could go rob those towns because there was nobody there. And that's what the you know the the Double A buddies that play with in college you know and. They just don't, you know, it's a big thing. They're like, guys, it's, it's a huge thing. I mean, Valier, 1950s, only state tournament they've been to. So, you know, when a team makes it, you know, I mean, it's a huge deal for the community. You know, it's just, it's tough to do. Now there's only 84 teams. There used to be over 113 teams back when I was playing. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty big deal. You know, going to state and double A, when there was 14 teams, it wasn't that big a deal to those guys. But, yeah, like I said, that's all shut down. And, you know, the old timers, I would go home and, First thing I do in college is go sit at the gas station and talk to the old timers, you know, and just, you know, catch up and listen to stories. And it's big for our communities, you know, and yep. like home playoff games for us. I mean, that generates thousands and thousands of dollars for our bars and our cafes. And, you know, I hope someone takes this idea and does it with football. I think that'd be great, you know, because oh. that half the stories come back with the, you know, the, the Terry and Zork and the Weebles, you know, all these teams that had 
good basketball teams, had great football teams. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah, it's fun to take a trip and we'll go check out gyms. I took my wife on our anniversary to the Belfry gym and there's the three state championship trophies from 52, 53, 54. And there's actually a dead bat in the gym that custodian had to get. I mean, it was just, you know, one of those coolest things like, all right, I got to do this book. It was just too much history in these towns to forget about. So you, that's a funny story. My wife, I, uh, she took me to DC for my 40th birthday and then when she turned um, 30, I got to take her to have her for a basketball game at the, the at, at Northern. So that was fun. <laughs> Dodge country, man. That's nice. Yeah, that's <laughs> – um, I love that town. You, you mentioned Belfry and, you know, the bats, and, and hopefully there's no coronavirus with uh, with that bat that you guys found down there. But, you know, Bridger Belfry was yeah. another one. And, you know, that it, it's just these – these great small schools, we could talk about this forever. You know, how, how many great ones there were. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing, Jason, like we, we really quickly, we said, we got to narrow this book. We're going to have to end this in the eighties. Um, you know, and mm-hmm. one thing I like my editor was going to do is he wanted to stir up a top 10 list, you know, top 10 characters, top 10 coach, you know, some things like this to generate some buzz. And so we really feel, you know, he's going to handle kind of the internet publicity, things like that. Cause I just, I don't have time for that, but, um, we thought that'd be fun. And like, hey, all of a sudden, that, they might be giving us some stories and stuff. And, you know, pretty soon the book's going to write itself. I just got to, you know, write down the stories these guys are telling me and listen and enjoy it. It's, yeah, it's awesome. And I, I interviewed a guy that from Antelope who ended up being the same wedding as my mom. They were in Mixerum's wedding because my mom was Mixerum's wife, maid of honor. And like, I know who you guys are. I was in a wedding with your mom. And, you know, geez, believe, you know, that was 79. And, so cool things like that are kind of fun to Jeez. chat with people about. So It's awesome, man. I can't wait to, to read it and get more stories. I'll have to check in with you down the road, but uh, hopefully we get to talk yeah, around football man. season and uh, have yourself a great summer as much as you can yeah, doing you whatever. Too. And uh, thanks for joining <laughs> us. Yeah, appreciate uh, the time anytime. and, yeah, and enjoy the kids uh, today. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Have a great Easter weekend and, yeah, feel free to contact us whenever. So Awesome. Appreciate we're, it. We're doing good in Delta America. All right. Take care, Jason. Thanks, Coach. That is Jeff Graham joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. What a great uh, book that's going to be, uh, the history of the Class C, basically, you know, up until 1980. Man, unbelievable. Can't wait to read that. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We're going to come back. Yes, my thoughts on MHSA still to come. Also, when we return, Ryland Lufkin will join us, the unofficial official all-around women's champ in the Big Sky region, and she's just a freshman. She joins us next here on the Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. I'm done with this. Thinking about trying something new? The Montana Air National Guard has so many exciting career fields to choose from, many that can open up opportunities in your civilian life. The best part? You'll be getting paid to learn a new trade skill right here at home. What are you waiting for? Let's get you in school and get you paid. Contact Lee Fecto at 406-788-8962. 
Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. During this time of uncertainty and stay-at-home orders, Dinners Done Right wants to remind you that they're still open. Just go to dinnersdoneright.com, place your order, and then pick it up for dinner that night. Or plan ahead and order for the weekend. It's easy. Visit dinnersdoneright.com, register, pick your meals, then pick them up. Or stop in and grab meals out of the front freezer. Dinners Done Right's taking extra precautions with extra cleanings going on with every piece of equipment and personnel. Dinners Done Right thanks you for your continued support, and may we all stay safe and healthy during this time. Final segment on a Thursday, Jason Walker Show. Coming up tomorrow, we will talk with uh, Air National Guard Staff Sergeant Luke Fetto and Andy Bullich, Montana State Rodeo Coach, will join us as well. Next week, guests will include the Golf Channel's Chantel McCabe and a whole lot more coming up next week. Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave. Right now, get on the schedule for Nitro Greens Lawn Pest and Tree Needs. For you, Nitro Green will take care of it, and they will do a great job. You need some aeration? Get it done now. You need spiders gone? Get on the schedule. You want your trees looking good? Get on the schedule. Get a hold of Nitro Green in Helena at nitrogreenhelena.com or 443-5088 or wherever you listen and you have a Nitro Green, get on the schedule. All right? All right. Uh, so... We've seen so many different things canceled, not postponed, just flat out canceled. You know, the Open Championship over in Britain, um, the Masters has been moved, the U.S. Open's been moved. That's just golf, which we'll talk to Chantel McCabe about next week uh, from the Golf Channel. We've seen um, a lot of stuff, American Legion World Series and regionals canceled. Uh, I'll give you my thoughts on Montana High School Association's decision today that is still to come. Still haven't canceled spring sports because they're holding out hope. But uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. One of the things that was also canceled was the entire spring college rodeo season and yesterday the college national finals rodeo uh, canceled, or Tuesday uh, this week. Uh, they uh, they said that they would not uh, be holding the CNFR in June in Casper. And they were supposed to wait till May 14th. They made the decision uh, this week. And now it's not happening. And to join us is the unofficial all-around champion because she gets a buckle for being the all-around champ. She will not, however, get the saddle. And apparently the scores and whatever happened in the fall are just going to get wiped away. But joining us now to chat about that and a whole lot more of the rodeo is UM Western freshman from Idaho, Ryland Lufkin. She joins us now here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, first question, Ryland, is how disappointing was it the other day to find out not only the college rodeo spring season was done, but now the CNFR? Um, it was it was very disappointing. I was excited to not only have the rest of my spring season because I had such a good fall, but uh, attend my first CNFR. Uh, that would have been fun. And it's pretty disappointing to have that taken away. You are unofficially the Big Sky Region all-around champion. 
Um, told, though, you don't get the saddle, but you do get the buckle. Right, yep. That's kind of, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> um, yeah, that was also a pretty big disappointment, yeah. Uh, but you still have that, uh, you know, that, that you were the winner. Um, but take me through the fall season, because you had such a great fall season to jump out to that, that big lead and uh, to get that all-around crown. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And, um, you know, my horses were great for, for me, and, and I really I really had fun. We traveled to Haver and Glendive, and then we had our hometown college rodeo in Dillon. And, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. I thought my horses worked great, and it was really fun to be on the college rodeo team. So you finished 787 in total points. It was pretty close. Madison Wilkerson of uh, MSU at 785, and then Paige Rasmussen right there at 783. These are these are girls you're going to compete with for the next few years, and uh, obviously you're friends with all of them too. Oh yeah, I mean they're great, and they it's quite an honor to be just ahead of them because um, they're great. They're great hands, and and I really respect them both. Rylan Lufkin joining us here. You are a freshman on the UM Western squad. How'd you choose Western? Um, I really liked the location. I really liked Dylan, and it's kind of a small town. Uh, Cody Lehey, the coach there, he's been great. He's a he's a hand too, and I thought he could help me and and make me better as well. So that was a big factor too. Uh, what's your What's your favorite event? Um, I really like it. It depends on the day, I guess you could say. But I really like uh, to breakaway. That's that's what I've worked at probably the most, and I really like to run barrels and team rope too. You were fourth on the header uh, side in, after the fall, which is pretty impressive. And I know we've seen women uh, ropers for a long time, but there's a lot more in college rodeo, and it just seems to be the, the – I guess it's just – it's really cool for me to be able to see the you know the, these young ladies like yourself get out there and, uh, and, and team rope. Uh, right, yeah, it's, it's quite an honor. I mean, it's, it's pretty – it's definitely more rare to see a girl in the team roping events, but – um, yeah, I had a great partner in the team roping, and it was a lot of fun. I have a really nice head horse as well. So, how many horses do you have? Um, I I have six of my own, and then my parents own a lot more than me. They own around twenty, twenty five. <laughs> so, that wow, nice. Uh, okay, give me the names of your six. Uh, I have a uh, grown six year old that I call Roni, uh, six year old Bayman that I call Fergie. And then the horses that I hauled to the rodeos this year were um, a barrel horse that I call Vegas and another barrel horse that I call, call Willie. I placed on him in the average at Haver. And I also have my favorite horse, probably is my breakaway horse. His name's Little Bro. He's 20 this year, and, and he's quite the veteran, and he, he knows his job well. And then my head horse, uh, his name's Cowboy, and he's 12 this year. And he's just been great. They're all really reliable and and give me a chance to win every time. So that's a blessing for sure. Uh, you're second in the breakaway. I mentioned fourth on the heading side and then uh, 14th in barrel racing. Um, I got to ask you, though, about goat tying because my wife is not a big fan of goat tying. Um, she thinks it hurts. It doesn't. Uh, but you finished 12th in the goat tying. But tell me what it's like to hop off a horse at 25, 30 miles an hour. You know, uh, goat tying is always something that I've kind of forced myself to do. It's not really something I enjoy, but I do it, and I work hard at it anyway. Um, I I mean, it it's definitely takes some athleticism, which I had to work pretty hard for because I, I'm not that athletic. <laughs> and uh, it's, you know, I've done it for a long time, but it is scary to go down there so fast and jump off. Um I've gotten in a couple wrecks, but I've actually had some pretty good luck, so it's oh, not too bad. Well, I was going to ask, um, does, okay, how many times have you have you have you taken a header? So, I I would say about uh, maybe three or four, and I've goat tied since I was in the sixth grade. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, and and those three or four were were pretty. Pretty bad, though. I mean, I didn't get hurt or anything, but it was close to slide on your face or something like that. All right, is it, or... is it more embarrassing to, to to does it hurt more or or is it more embarrassing to take a header off uh, on oh, the go oh, time? Probably, it probably hurt more. I mean, I think everybody falls and, and knows how it is. So, uh, 
Yeah. All right. So I, I've never asked this before, and I've talked to a lot of uh, a lot of rodeo athletes. When something like that happens, and you go back, you know, behind the the uh, the workout area or the you know wherever it is, or behind the shoots or whatever, what's the do people laugh with you, or does it take a oh, while? Yeah. Or do they, do they yeah. laugh right away, or are they like, oh wait, let's see if she's okay first? I mean, I mean, they they're great. They're- <laughs> Uh, the kids on my college radio team, I've made great friendships with them, and then, uh, you know, it's it's pretty good. I haven't fallen yet in the college rodeos, but it's it's great. Um, they're they're great about it, and it's something to laugh about and replay replay the video quite a few times over. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Hey, uh, I got to ask you as Rylan Lufkin joins us here, freshman from UM Western, the unofficial. Official, I'll just say official, all-around champ in the Big Sky region uh, for 2019-2020. Now, you've got a few more years of this to go uh, before you head off into the pro ranks, but um, officially after you graduate. What's your degree? Uh, I have a, I'm going into business, and the Experience One block program at UM Western was also a deciding factor why I attended Dillon because, I mean, it's just great. It, it let you focus on your rodeo and and the block program where you only go to one class for three weeks. It's, it's just been great. I really like it. All right. So you obviously rodeo in the summer. Are what's are, are you going? Do you have your PRCA card or did you just get it? Um, I haven't had my PRCA card. I am possibly going to get it this year and, and go to some breakaways because it's the first one of the first years they've had breakaway in the PRCA, so which is really I'm cool. going to go a little bit then and then there and then try to go to, to some amateur rodeos as well. All right, so up here in Montana, we got the Northern Rodeo Association. What do they have in Idaho? Yep. Or do you just say uh, NRA? They have the Intermountain Pro Rodeo Association, but it's actually, actually an amateur association. Okay. But uh, last year I went to both associations, and, and I ended up sixth in the NRA in Montana, and so that was that was great. Um, I do They're have both really good associations. So they yes, especially the the NRA, which we're very familiar with here. Um, I got to ask this too because you're from Idaho, but you have a southern accent. Why is it that literally everybody in rodeo has a southern draw? Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. I I I go to Arizona in the winter. I guess you could call that southern, but I I I don't know. Uh, so, because you're not from southern Idaho, right? I mean... Uh, southeast Idaho, yep. A little southern Idaho then. So, yeah, they have a yeah. little bit of a drawl there. Um, <laughs> um, before I let you go, though, what are your plans for the for the summer? And have you... How is it... Well, I guess how has this affected this, uh, you know, not being in school, the coronavirus, everything? Because did you go home and, and how has it affected what you want to do? So I've been, I moved back to my house in Idaho and I'm just kind of hanging out, hoping for some rodeos this summer. Um, due to the coronavirus, I think it's a big possibility that our rodeos could be canceled this summer as well. So if they do go on, then I, I'll definitely rodeo this summer. And then if they don't, I guess I'll stay home and, and bring up some young horses to rodeo on. There you go. Uh, so you're pretty good at uh, at training too, then. Um, I I wouldn't say I'm pretty good at it, but I dang sure try. <laughs> you're fantastic. I can't wait to talk to you for the next three years because uh, I have a feeling you're going to have a very successful college career. I'm very bummed that you don't get to go to the college national finals. I feel bad for uh, for you and, and your teammates that qualified, and it's just you know it, it's. It sucks. I'll be flat out honest. It sucks. Yeah, that there's right. no CNFR this year. Um, but continued success, and uh, congratulations on the all-around crown, and we'll talk to you down the road. Well, thank you very much. It was nice talking to you. Ryland Lufkin, freshman, University of Montana Western Rodeo team, and uh, won the all-around by a couple of points. Uh, and uh, she's going uh, to be a force to reckon with in the, uh, the, the big sky region of the college rodeo. Uh, N-I-R-A moving forward. Uh, joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. And as do all of our guests, get a hold of Mike Miller in Helena today for all your home and auto insurance. All right, uh, we got some time left, so let's fly into On This Day in History, which is brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. And uh, you can order 
ahead. Pick it up, curbside delivery. I highly recommend the Motherload Burger, three and a three quarter pound cheeseburger with with the perfect bacon on it. Unbelievable. Uh, get a hold of the Motherload. Today is National Cherish and Antique Day. It is also uh, National Former Prisoner of War Recognition Day. Name Yourself Day and Unicorn Day. On this date, 1959, the 13th NBA Championship, Boston Celtics sweep the Minnesota Lakers in four. It was the first of Boston's record eight straight titles. 1962, Arnold Palmer won the third of his four Masters titles. In 1965, the first game at the Astrodome, and Mickey Mantle hit the first indoor home run in baseball history. It was an exhibition. 1972, at the 36th Masters, Jack Nicklaus goes wire to wire to win the fourth of his record six. 1978, in a separate NBA games, uh, the scoring title in the NBA came down to the last night, and David Thompson scored 73 from Denver. San Antonio's George Gervin scored 63. Uh, let's see, now, uh, 2006 at the 70th Masters, Phil Mickelson would win his second green jacket, and uh, three years ago at the 81st Masters in 2017, Sergio Garcia got his first major title. In his 74th attempt, happy birthday, born on this date in 1898, Curly Lambeau. Yes, Lambeau Field. 1954, happy birthday, Dennis Quaid, the rookie. He also was in a bunch of other movies. And uh, Willie Stargell passed away on this date, the Pittsburgh Pirate, seven-time All-Star on this date in 2001. All right, I know you've been waiting patiently. We're going to talk a lot more about this tomorrow as well, but let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Walk-off brought to you by our friends at Cafe Zydeco. Did you know that Cafe Zydeco has donated, uh, been donating food the last few weeks to the ER nurses? Yes, they have. You need to support Cafe Zydeco as well. Get out there. Order ahead. 625 Euclid. 449-7032. Get Get yourself some Cajun. Had the pasta Zydeco last week. Unbelievable. The uh, andouille sausage, spiced to perfection. All right, let's uh, let's chat about this, and we're going to dive more into it tomorrow. But the MHSA today extended the spring sports suspension through April 24th, which coincidentally is the stay-at-home order uh, from uh, Governor Steve Bullock, April 24th. Spring sports will be canceled completely, according to MHSA Executive Director Mark Beckman, if in-person school instruction does not resume by May 4th. So, basically, they're still giving hope to spring sports athletes. And we want the seniors to have a great send-off. Yes, we do. But Montana is one of a handful of states that has suspended spring sports, 32 of them, uh, 17 have flat-out canceled, and that includes neighbors, Wyoming and Washington. Idaho is close. They're suspended through April 20th. They're going to cancel. Montana needs to cancel. It's spring sports, and we're going to talk more about it tomorrow. Apparently, they discussed several options, including cancellation. Uh, Pushing the spring sports season into the summer was not strongly considered, according to 406 mtsports.com, you have conflicts with American Legion Baseball, which isn't even happening right now. So, um, (laughs) I just, you're going to basically, Louisiana and Maine canceled today, by the way. Oregon canceled yesterday. You're basically giving these kids hope, and that if if they're not in school by May 4th, then you're going to cancel it all together. You don't... So then what? You're 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 because then you got to have your your uh, your mandatory five practices. So that takes you to May 9th. So then you have two weeks of the season, three weeks of a season. It's asinine. It's asinine. I could use other words, but I don't want to get in too much trouble. All right, great show today. Katie Garson Forba joined us. Make sure that you check out. Uh, Scott Van Pelt uh, Sports Center tonight, 9 p.m. Mountain Time on ESPN. The Hellgate boys and the Capital Girls seniors will be recognized by Scott Van Pelt today, or tonight. That'll be awesome, 9 o'clock Mountain Time on ESPN under his senior standout um, 
performance or segment. That's what it's called. Anyway, hey, go tomorrow. Sign up Green Meadow Golf Club or Country Club. Okay, get signed up. Tell me you heard it on the Jason Walker Show. We want to golf together. You and I. We'll do it again tomorrow. Katie Garson Forba joined us today. Thank you, Jeff Graham, the belt, all everything, and Ryland Lufkin. Tomorrow we talk to Andy Bullich from Montana State Rodeo. We'll talk to Luke Fecto, the Montana Air National Guard, and a whole lot more. We will see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock as we wrap up the week. Have a great Thursday night. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.